Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Oversharers podcast. My name is Kanton. And I'm Harba. And today we have a brand new episode featuring... Oh! oh we got Chinooshie in the building! <laughs> yeah, hey! you know? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. I'm like... Mm-hmm. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Today, it was really, day? really chill. I think. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's well, good. it hasn't ended yet. When you go home and you see how the kids yeah. are, yeah. And <laughs> but if they're sleeping, you're all right. Yeah, that's they my won't dream. Be <laughs> that's my dream. I'm like, I always just text mom. I'm like, oh, they're sleeping. Thank you. Okay, it's safe. <laughs> it's safe to walk in. Yeah, exactly. Because I can't exactly. tell. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Right, guys. So, as a loving mother, a devoted wife. The visionary founder of Chinute, a black-owned fashion brand. Oh my god, my voice sounds very TV. Seductive. Yeah. Oh, oh, do you like I it? I love it. it. Was it quite sexual? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was like, I'm loving no, it. No, and like, I know. Okay, Chinute is a true force to be reckoned with. Her brand creates exquisite handcrafted prayer grounds, hijabs, and more. But that's not all there is to this remarkable woman. Indeed. Chinute is a woman of many talents Indeed. and passions. Oh, oh, we've added passions. We've added passions. <laughs> <laughs> when she's not pouring her heart into her business, you can find her cuddling with her beloved cats and immersing herself in their feline charm. We did our research. Chini- yeah, we did. We did. Chinute's journey is nothing short of inspiring. Starting as a nurse, she fearlessly pursued her dreams, transitioning into an entrepreneurial powerhouse. Her dedication, resilience, and unyielding spirit have propelled her to new heights. Today, we have the honor of inviting Chinute to our podcast, where we dive into the juiciest stories and play thrilling games. Brace yourselves for an episode filled with laughter, revelations, and unfiltered discussions. Woo! So sit back, relax, oh, go on. and immerse yourself in Indeed. the beauty and wisdom that you need to bring. <laughs> okay, that wasn't an intro, that was a love letter. Oh my god, did you like and it? And I'll marry you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm here. <laughs> we were taking, we're taking that you. I remember so taking her, thank you. Kind. I love oh. you guys. Can I just say, for the longest time, I used to watch you when I was at uni. Yeah, you've been in the game a you've long time. You've been in the game a long time. time. Like, we're, we're OG fans. Fan. 
fans <laughs> and I think a lot of the people that listen to us are OG fans and I just think you're very vibrant like when you watch your YouTube it's oh. like girl next door you're chilling it's with like her. we're on FaceTime too yeah <laughs> I remember like the you used to do the makeup tutorials the hijab tutorials and just seeing your like journey since yeah. then has been so inspiring and like to having you know your own home and the home decor page I just love everything about it like I just feel like I've just been there from the beginning mm-hmm. and I just know that a lot of people who listen to us will know you as someone that you know was one of the OG trailblazers of the content creating world wow indeed <laughs> okay you. that is like a love letter <laughs> I, I want it written down so I can print it and hang it in the wall and read it to myself no oh. honestly we're in all we're like we're actually fangirling right now <laughs> no, it's okay you know what tell us about you what is the origin story growing up in Canada siblings life what was that like for you moving to UK I feel like I have a very similar story to a lot of girls that watch me. My parents were immigrants. I'm first generation. Mm. I grew up in the projects, so we're like the hood. Oh. <laughs> Let's just say get character. Yeah, exactly. I forgot most of the, the train stations when I was back there. A few oh months no! Ago. I know. It's oh, been that how long. was it? Because you went back. It was amazing. It was the first time I went in four years. <sighs> What yeah, like some of my friends haven't met my kids. <gasps> yeah, because of COVID. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah. He hasn't met some of his uncles. And oh. Guys, that must have been like, wow. Yeah, it, it wasn't as like dramatic as we all thought. Oh, we really? Like, okay. Ready? Okay. We're going <laughs> in. And then Adam's like, oh, right. Is where's it? my iPad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. Stranger danger. I don't know you. Oh, no. no, but it was really, really nice. I felt like I was more nervous about going with kids, traveling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. But other than that, it actually was a lot better. Do yeah. you feel like it Toronto changed much? You I feel like I changed. Oh, you outgrew Toronto. Uh, also, like you know, when you I've been here for six years. Yeah. And after six years, I've planted my roots. I have my routine. Yeah. Toronto is. It feels like a distant home, but yeah. I immediately get homesick, and it's Milton Keynes that I'm homesick oh, for. Oh, yeah, know. really. But, I mean, you know that that kitchen. I'll be homesick yeah. for that kitchen. <laughs> I mean, you've you've nested wow. and you've created a life. I so know. Yeah, it yeah. kind of is beautiful. Thank you. But mm. it, it is my home, and it's where my where everything is and yeah so when I do travel home yeah I feel like I've grown my own roots here when I go back to Toronto and I get homesick for the UK yeah, yeah. and you feel like you've created a life here created a life, exactly. yeah and you have babies here exactly Girl, you she's our NHS here. Yeah. right <laughs> no, exactly. oh my god <laughs> oh god but stop I'm not gonna cast the NHS but it's okay no we love on. the NHS god bless the NHS. side eye side eye <laughs> Okay, so back to origin stories. So growing up, you were in the estate. Mm-hmm. So my family was first generation. I was the first child to be born in Canada. Nice. Everybody else came over. Okay. And I feel like... Are you the youngest? No. My mom surprised us with Sammy like when I was oh. 14. Oh, oh yeah. that's so cute. Wait, that's so like you. Yeah, we had a random, like... <laughs> mom <laughs> randomly random got child. pregnant when, when I was doing my GCSEs. It was weird. <laughs> but basically, were you, so were you living in Toronto? Did your whole family then move to London? Or was it just no, you? just me. Just oh, I see. Yeah. So that's when you got married? Yeah, I literally have no family here. Damn. I just came How did you, like, Navigate manage that? friendships, yeah. like, connections, networks, I all feel of like that. It, it, you go through, like, you know how there's, like, levels of grief? What do you call it? Stages of grief? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, like, stages of, like moving and like growing a life in a new country that 
you're not yeah, used to. Yeah. So when I first moved here, it felt like the first six months was like a vacation. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is great. Like, no mama, no baba. Do you have sugar after? I'm like, this is fantastic. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm living with a boy. Ew, okay. <laughs> you know, it was all new, fun, like romantic. And then after the six months, you go through a phase where you're just like, okay, this is nice. I'm ready to get home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get a little homesick. Yeah. Right? And I feel like from six months to two years, if you can manage to be happy and yeah. try to find friends, routine, yeah. all these things, you either like break or you, or you like, like pass the test. Yeah. After those two years, you then begin to make the new place your home. Yeah. That's when it all starts. Oh. So it takes a while. It's takes not a while. immediate. It's a long settling in mm. process, isn't it? Yeah. And you had a mirror as well. Yeah. So I think that's oh, yeah. a huge, huge part of why I'm still here. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Shout out to Amir, but gr- yeah. grown up in the UK. Thank you for bringing her. <laughs> and also, your love story, because we love love stories. We love, on the we love it so much. <laughs> we know, it started with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a bit about it, if you don't mind. So I met my husband on Twitter. Oh. I had no intentions on getting married, meeting someone. Like, uh, I wasn't, I wanted to travel the world. SubhanAllah, I have a sister who's 10 years older, and I got married before her. Mm. And it was just like so unexpected but when something's written for you yeah yeah how old were you when you got married i was 21 oh my god you're a baby yeah i'm 30 now whoa yeah. welcome yeah. welcome 21 yeah so if you've been following me since i moved here you've been following me for almost that a is so yeah. crazy i remember your wedding yeah. everything that is so mad yeah. long back. Oh, that's um, amazing oh, how many have you been watching you for that long I know. Yeah. That's why in my mind, like now when I'm talking to you, it's like it's normal. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like, it's not Chinute from the screen. It's just Chinute. Oh, that makes me so happy. So like, wait, we're asking so many questions. So marriage at 21, how was that like? So it was unexpected. I wasn't looking for love. I was doing my nursing. I was in first year when I met him. And I was just sort of like trying to figure myself out. I had no intention on even dating. I had like a whole thing planned for myself. I knew I wanted to live abroad. Yeah. I wanted to do nursing across Tick. borders. I had no idea where I was going to go. And I was making YouTube videos, so I didn't know what I was going to do with that either. Yeah. yeah. So I did that. I met him. He was actually a friend uh, oh. at first. Oh, I love that. We got to know each other just based off the show. And then I, I actually reached out to him first. Oh. You yeah. shoot your shot. I yeah, love that. I but not knowing that it was gonna he was end even, up, first of all, he wasn't even Muslim. He wasn't even a dude. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So it was just a no random. Furniture. Yeah, he so tweeted about Game of Thrones. Okay. And I was new on Twitter. So I met him. So I, I messaged him on Twitter, asking yeah. him about the show, season okay. one. Nobody watched it at the time. Yeah. I had no girlfriends to ask. So I went to Twitter for my answers, hashtag Game of Thrones. Because <laughs> the first season is very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. You either get hooked or you leave. Yeah. Like, Especially when Thingy dies. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I sent him a message and he came back to me. I'm like, hey, so I have a, I have a question about the show. So you don't know me. No idea he was Muslim. No idea he lived in London. Oh my God. SubhanAllah. Oh my God, if that not, is that not like is so lit. She's actually so lit. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I wish I had the vim to just casually message somebody who tweeted about a show. I feel like social media was so much more chilled. Back yeah, then. yeah, back really? then. Like, now, now you would think it like, it's probably creep. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, no this person, he's an egg. Like, you know what I mean? That's back actually then, true. Just, like, Twitter was fun back then. Yeah, and like, fun. people are really into screenshotting stuff now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't be that safe. But back then, everyone Nobody was just cares. like, no one even knew Twitter like that. So exactly. it kind of worked. Yeah. So then you messaged him and then you guys started talking. talking. And we only talked about the show. Right. And then I feel like a few episodes in, I'm like, oh, by the way, my name's Manal. He's like, oh, my name's Armour. I'm like, oh, that's a Muslim name. 
Like, yeah, what's up? Oh. We're getting checked. We got something. <laughs> and me, for me, know him, no either, because he didn't know me. Yeah. I was just a stranger. If anything, I, I was weird to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like messaging why him about. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, I'm from London. I'm like, oh, London, Ontario, cool. Ah, he's like, London, UK. Okay. I'm like, oh, you accent. I'm into that. Let me hear it. <laughs> no, but um, we stopped talking after the sh- first season one was done because it was just weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. there's nothing to talk about. Following season, we're like, Game of Thrones, buddy. Yeah. Oh, cute! Yeah. And then, that's and then it just stopped. carried on. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Have you guys ever decided to rewatch Game of Thrones together? No, but I would love that. I feel like I need a, an entire summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I tried I to do it recently. I couldn't do it. That yeah. would be such a full circle moment, right? Yeah. Charlotte, maybe when we're in our fifties. Oh the my god! Imagine, Charlotte, cry. Your anniversary party needs to be like Game of Thrones. Honestly, a long Okay, <laughs> guys, honestly, allow me. Allow me. I love love. Okay. Me too. Okay, we can do a few more questions with us, and then start with our lovely game. I'm actually really excited for this game. Same. Should we do one more question and then we can do the game? I just want to play the game. Okay, I want to play the game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, so basically... Because we've got more questions coming up from the audience. And, And, you know, you'll get comfortable with us and, Mm. like... Game's a fun game. Okay, cool. Okay, right, guys, time. The game we're going to play today is called Five Second Summaries, okay? Okay. So, me and Colton, I've got a list of... (laughs) Why are you looking at it? You can't look. You've got five seconds. Oh, okay, I thought we were cheating. So, we've got a list of movies. We're going to basically describe shows to you, or movies, in five seconds, and you need to guess them. Cool. So, (laughs) it's got Rachel McAdams. My love, five seconds is gone. Wait, wait, I think you (laughs) Oh my god, how, how am I supposed to describe it? You've got to be quick. So and then I answer it within the same five seconds? No, no. Oh, okay. She says it in five seconds and then you answer it after. Oh, okay, worry. okay. Okay, three, two, one, go. Oh. Rachel McAdams. The Notebook. Oh! Hey! Oh, that Girl, was I saw good. that one. That uh, face forward. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. You got to oh, Fine, fine. You got to hide them from me. Don't look. Oh my god, okay. Three, two, one, go. Will Smith, police officer, guns. Oh. And that guy. Bad boys. Yay! Yay! <laughs> try and try and say it without the characters. Any, any actresses' names. Go. Oh, do you know how hard that is? You can do it. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, let me think of the words that I need to say. Um You're cheating. <laughs> okay, go we on really the fine. Play games in this okay, this is, this is gonna be really hard for me. Maybe ten seconds. Okay, let me do ten seconds. Yeah, let's do ten. Okay, so a girl interns at a magazine company, and she devils wear wears <laughs> Prada. <laughs> Damn, Tisa is good. What the hell? Fine, right. I'll oh, do like oh, I love movies and TV. Okay, right, you do mine. I'll do these ones. Okay, let's reset. Okay, three, you ready? I've Two, one, go. Right, she works at a magazine. He works at another magazine. They have a little battle. Oh, t- uh, t- uh, thirty mm-hmm. days. Break up in thirty mm-hmm. days, and they break up. But it's, it's a yeah, time yeah, yeah. frame in which they break up. What is it? Something about like thirty, 30 days. No, thirty days. Stop. Break up in thirty days. How, how, how to lose ten days? That was a good one, though. That was a good movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, next you know what it is? Ma- Matthew McConaughey back then was like, he wasn't really taken seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just had this glow up where he started doing these serious movies. And what then was that first serious movie that like, he did? The execs started taking him seriously. Mm. I think it was, it was the one cowboy that had HIV. HIV. Uh, what was it called? That one was Dallas really good. Buyers Club, I think. Mm. Yeah. That was good. You know what movie's really good? And I watched it recently again, Interstellar. The Gentleman. Yeah. Oh, The Gentleman's yeah. good. 
Oh, that's that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, wasn't really he also funny. in what's the Leonardo DiCaprio film, the Wolf of Wall Street? He was in the Wolf of yeah, Wall Street. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And apparently, that scene where he goes like this, yeah. that was improv. Really? So like he just did it on that moment, and then they kept it. In. No, he's amazing. I know. Okay, okay. should we do one more and then we're done? Or oh, she's basically seeing this one. Okay, this one's easy. Okay, three, two, one. The guy, re- the guy died in a car accident. The movie is like ten movies all in one. Lots of cars, always racing. Lots of cars and racing. Oh, uh, Fast and Furious. Yes. Way. <laughs> That was easy. Okay, I, I feel like we should have done ten harder. movies. I'm like, mm, we like, should have done harder films. I know, but I can do. It's okay. That was that a was really good, good that game. Was good. That was, that very was good. I feel like it gets you moving. No, but now, like, uh, also, um, I feel like you are a, t- a film person. I am. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite show right now? I'm watching. Have you guys seen Snowfall? No. Is no. it good? Yeah, it's really good. Is it a film or a show? It's a show. Is oh. it drugs? Yeah. Oh, is it in LA? Yes. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, yes. I have heard of it. It's so it. good. I you just finished it. Do you have like you watched Hijack yet? No, oh my god, you and Amir need to watch Hijack together. It's amazing. Is it? It's so, so good. Like the first few minutes, but I was tired. No. Okay. No, you've got to give it like a good solid. Like I've got at least three hours until bedtime. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought it was quite good. It was very. Are good. you into Korean shows? I've I only seen one. But mm. I would love the recommendation. I like the romance and the mm. cute. I like how hot it is too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see some questions from you guys. Right. How did you build a platform and not be involved in drama, especially in the Muslim world? You know what? That's, you that kind of goes around the wholesome content, right? Is there a lot of drama in the Muslim content creation world? No, I don't know. We're, we're a bit, we're, really a bit yeah, we're just a stupid really us too. I don't really we're, know. we're like outliers. We're not really in the mix like that. I mm. feel like over the past decade, yeah. there has been drama. Uh. But I don't involve myself in drama because it's just not my brand. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also, it's just not funny. cute. Yeah, it's, not, it's yeah. just not cute. I feel like my brand is more wholesome, more good big sister advice. Yeah. And it's just not worth my time. Not saying that there hasn't been people had to check in the dms yeah or outside yeah but uh there's trifling no behavior yeah there's no way to there's no reason to publicly give them a platform to do that especially yeah. on my name so i think i've just been avoiding it okay i've got a cute one that kind of sums up what you said earlier so she's like do you have any tips for someone who's moved away from marriage to where they have no one mm. i think you kind of said you it earlier. Know, i get that question so much really yeah and i feel like yeah if you have a really good support system mm. that'll make or break it yeah those stages that i mentioned with a good support system is so important otherwise i feel like it's just it's just too hard to adapt for me i'm I'm not that strong of a person Mm. Uh, i find it very difficult but because amir knew to what extent that he was asking me to leave behind yeah yeah. he was super supportive and his mom came from pakistan and she also had a hard time so he saw what she went through and he she was like you know what yeah shout out to amir yeah (laughs) i think a partner or whoever you're moving for or just a support system yeah is very very important do you feel like having that support system minimized because you said earlier it was like two years until you felt really settled do you feel like just having those people in your life kind of like shortened that period of it i don't think it shortens it i think it makes it easier easier yeah okay i like that cute i've got a good one Really? How does the queen balance being a mum, a wife, a business owner, and her mental health? That's uh, a lot. It is a lot. I make sure they're all separate. Right. Nice. They're different hats. Mm-hmm. The kids, my kids are a priority, mm-hmm. and then everything kind of falls after that. So with my business, I have support. Otherwise, it would be impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very grateful for that, and I'm very fortunate for that. My husband works with me at home. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's nice. How do you guys do it? He works with the business. Okay. And I work with the, I, I kind of like sign off 
on the yeah. business as well but and make big decisions and make sure everything's running smoothly yeah and focus more on the beauty content and lifestyle content that's good and at least smart. that's good balance yeah as well. we're not in each other's spaces we work yeah because that's rooms. what i was thinking <laughs> yeah nice. although he does still find it annoying i love it <laughs> like, i love I being like, all the time i need something <laughs> oh i need an office of my own you know oh. <laughs> but yes just having a support system is important I, being a mom is very difficult and you know i've been told that i make it look easy yeah but it's not easy at all yeah. and obviously there's times where i'm like crying and like struggling i'm having a really hard day mm -hmm. but i like to keep my page like super positive also transparent but more like motivational more yeah. like we got this sisterhood type of thing rather yeah. than oh, I, don't. I hate this right now today i'm miserable you know yeah yeah and i think that's a really good testament because when i'm i'm not like a, a major content creator so like if i'm having a crap day i want to relax at night time i watch content creators that are like happy and like i want to indulge in content that's happy mm. about parents it reminds me of why i'm happy to be a parent like i don't want to always dive into negativity i don't know how Absolutely. that makes sense even though that's a good thing because it kind of shows like how real like both sides an authentic motherhood can be yeah but yeah not everyday trauma dump i can't that's I exactly it. the can't. trauma dump i can't do so. it just makes you sad doesn't it yeah it is hard. I mean, like, it's not easy at all. I, I, and I'm, I'm always busy. I'm always stressed out. But it's a good stress because I love what I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm driven. Like, I will do it in my sleep. The only I times I wake up and I'm like, I got to finish this. Ultimately, if you love what you do, then everything else will just feel like, it's like, I got this. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you know, when you have an end goal and you're like, right, I know what I'm working towards. This is just temporary. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you yeah. kind of install that in your head, then it just makes things bearable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you done with two kids? Are you gonna have another? You know what? I was so broody. <gasps> what? You're still Girl, broody with two birth. kids? I just oh my God, you're five sick. months. I've been broody since she came out. Is no. it the hormones? It's the hormones. I heard there's th these strange hormones that make women feel some type of way after Girl, they give birth, I don't know especially how. in like the first six months. Not with two boys. It was time. definitely the oxytocin. It's still lingering in my body because no the way, way I wanted another kid. Oh, I love oh. that for you. No, you guys make cute like babies. Was, oh, thanks. I love them so much. Mashallah, oh, Mubarak. They are like the biggest blessing of my life. I don't. They give me purpose. I don't know what oh, I would be or who that. I would be without them. Allahu Mubarak. Yeah. But I, I, I just was just like super broody, and I feel like imagine if I did that, and then the hormones left, and yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, inshallah, I do want more. I just inshallah. need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, in your opinion, what's your biggest achievement? I think my biggest achievement is overcoming things that I never thought I could do. Like, mm. I, I was studious, but I, I had ADHD growing up. I had no idea. And I, I was doing okay while trying very hard. Wow. So I was never really good at anything. And then I feel like when I found something that I was good at, which yeah. is like beauty in like mm. tutorials, mm -hmm. I was doing girls' eyeliners in the bathroom, the same eyeliner on like six different girls. <laughs> 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 it was a struggle in high Sorry. school. Don't worry. <laughs> it was a struggle. But I finally found something that I was good at. Oh. And that's what I stuck to while making sure I had something I could fall back on, which was nursing. Yeah. I mean, I love nursing, but it's a different type of fulfillment. Do you know what I love is the fact that you knew what you really wanted to do. And you also knew that having a degree is equally as important just in case things yeah. F up. Like, uh, uh, just mm. in case. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. trying to instill this same kind of thing into my little cousin the other day. I was like, just do the degree up. Please, just I know you hate it now, but you're going to be 21 and it's going to be done, yeah. <laughs> and you never have to look back. Absolutely. I don't know, but it's nice, like 
that you just have your little cliche. Well, because of my degree, I spent two years away from Amir after being married to him. Oh, I graduated and then that. I didn't even pursue it. I s- immediately went like Into did YouTube full time. Yeah, which is nice. That's which is amazing. Yeah. yeah, alhamdulillah. I mean, I didn't make a living off of YouTube until five years in. Yeah, but Damn. YouTube was hard back then. It was a passion. I feel yeah. like if you had the passion for it, there's that was the only way you you can stick. Otherwise, yeah, of course. Yeah, the high goals, and you're like, wait, I'm not achieving my goals as fast as I want to, and you yeah. have to love it. You have yeah. to love it. And I think, as someone that did nursing as well, I feel like a really good example is that growing up, I don't think we had any, well, for me anyway, I don't think I had any idea of like what different type of work was in like mm. career wise. Mm. So, like, when I finished high school and I did A levels, everyone was just like to me, like, the whole purpose of me getting a nursing degree was to not pay. Um, tuition fees. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It what there was no thought behind what do I want to do, and I feel like girls now they're like a lot more driven. They have like so much more awareness. They've got people like examples like us doing a podcast or yeah. people doing different things, and well, like we didn't have those examples no. growing up. And you know what's even shocking to me is like some of like my little cousins and stuff will talk about how they have like Somali teachers in school, and I'm like, what? Well, like that <laughs> never that, in my life did I have a Somali actually once in A level and I was surprised. I've never had a Somali teacher in the five years that I was in secondary school no. forget TikTok primary has exposed school. me to like the coolest teachers like the so way they dress cool. and I'm just like why yeah. do you have people I like know this? <laughs> there's this Canadian one that dresses like 90s style she's so she's so oh hit. I think I've seen her she's so hit yeah. honestly but yeah like, I think I feel like people are exposed a lot more and like your journey kind of reminds me of Monet's like she was a nurse like yeah and you give me give, you give me same vibes yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love is that. Monet Canadian? No, she's American, but like, oh, yeah. yeah. But it's giving, it's, yeah. it's, it's giving, it's giving like, Monet. Finished uni, did YouTube, did yeah. nursing, girl, and well, also like girl next door vibes. Like, yeah. yeah, it's giving Monet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> okay, last question. Someone goes, How can I get over someone who's never loved me and rejected me and is my brother's best friend? Oh, you know, I really like brother's best friend trope on books, so I don't know. She's kind of ruined it for me a little bit. I don't know. What would you say to that? How to get over a brother's best friend that she basically loves, but he's rejected her. I mean, he's rejected her. Girl, I would be like, take the L. Yeah. yeah I mean, you've got a rejection. I feel like how she sounds quite young. Mm. She didn't say how much Oh my God, you have so much ahead of you, and like. there are so many other options out there. <laughs> You're gonna be like picking who you want, and you know what I mean. Like, it's just what. You, yeah, I think you're. It's all like just glitter and rose-colored glasses. Glass. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, I remember liking my brother's friend, and I used to embarrass him all the time. Oh like, do you guys God. want a snack? Ah! Do you want some drinks? We always we have some it. juice box. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, "Can you get out of here?" Oh my God! It's like I'm so present. Funny. I'm sat. I'm here. Yeah, I made it very clear I liked him, and I was like, "Oh no, me. you didn't." Yeah, I, I was. I was very confident. I like, love that. I'll go and get it. Oh, ah! Yeah, and he knew I did. He was like, "No, oh. I was a little freak. I would. I was weird. I, I was just do things like yes, dad, or like just be in their presence." <laughs> I don't even have a brother. There's the boys in the Malama that yeah, I used to yeah. go with. <laughs> this would be me in the corner, just staring. No, I would openly make it clear I like this person with my brother in the room. He's like, get out. I'm like, okay, wait. <laughs> Do you need anything else? <laughs> I've always been that confident. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, I think it was just ignorance. Like, I like you. Just you Delulu, like man. I don't care what you think. <laughs> just, like, he's just giving 13 going on 30. I now I'm a lot more self-aware. Yeah. I just had no self-awareness. It's <laughs> like I had no pause button. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That makes me laugh. Oh, my God. Okay, last question, I promise. This one says, regarding body positivity and confidence after having a baby, do you have any tips? Oh, my gosh. Yes. 
absolutely. I'm still in it. I'm still feeling like there's days where I feel like I'm so like not feeling myself. I don't want to get dressed. Mm. This is such a big and important one because it can really just it can define how you feel for months on end, and you can just either spiral in this feeling and get even worse, or mm-hmm. you can just wake up and, and do something about it. My confidence has been hit a lot because when I had my two kids, my body changed a lot. Yeah. Like, I put on like something like 80 pounds. Wow. Yeah, 80, maybe even 90, actually, mm. when I think about so it. you look good. I feel Thank like your you. height helps Like in my, Yeah, Thanks. but when I look at you, I don't see, I yeah. don't see that. I think the height is. The height yeah. helps, Propor- I think. Proportioned. <laughs> I'm almost Proportioned. Six feet. It just kind of <laughs> spreads out. Yeah. But I feel like I started working out. Mm-hmm. Oh I haven't God. seen the changes, but my confidence has increased ridiculously. Oh, that's good. Because I'm pushing myself and I feel more, my tolerance is higher. Yeah. I feel like I'm healthier when I go up the stairs. I'm not like heaving yeah. for breasts as much. Yeah. And I just feel like, okay, I look the way I look. One tip I would give is love yourself as it is right now that's how you have to start even if you don't you have to pretend like you do until it feels real give yourself positive affirmations like love who you are in your worst stage what you consider your worst stage because any improvement will be like an improvement exactly rather than what didn't work for me was saying i am like this but don't worry i'm gonna get better this is just this is not cute but i'm gonna get there and yeah. i never got there mm. it's like and you got to reconcile with yeah. the way that you currently are exactly. and like love I that before yeah you can i'm always i used to always do that before like i used to always compare myself to my old self and be like yeah i'm gonna get there i used to buy clothes sm- like smaller than me yeah just to make myself think it's gonna motivate me to yeah. get to that level and then you don't get to it and, you, and then it makes you feel even more shittier because you're like i haven't reached that level so now i just buy clothes that fit me yeah and then if i lose weight i lose weight yeah, yeah. it's so fine it's you can go to the charity yeah. box like, like it's cool yeah. do you know what i mean it's just loving who you are at right now and yeah. then just working it from there yeah so taking your steps of going to the gym feeling healthy being self-aware is mm. huge i feel like i'm more confident now than i was when i was like tiny mm. and i thought i was i had body dysmorphia so i felt huge and unattractive yeah. and now i am significantly bigger. bigger and i feel more sexier because i had the confidence yeah i've gone through so many struggles and going through those struggles has given me such an assurance and confidence in myself i feel so proud of myself because of those struggles oh, I and, I, and I, this has nothing to do with like success it just means like living life overcoming trauma yeah, yeah. and just having like a positive outlook about things like perception yeah facing my fears yeah. doing things that i would just avoid but i'm like no i'm gonna do this for my own self-growth yeah going to the gym trying to you know just get fit mm-hmm. building my stamina like yeah. how powerful is it not to get sentimental but like how powerful is it to like go through some mad mad shit and to like get through it mm-hmm. and then like be on the other side and then just look in and be like oh my god I actually did that yeah. and like not a lot of us I think as women we often forget to celebrate that like it's on to the next thing and we overlook bad things as being bad things yeah. we don't see that as like a, like we've overcome something yeah it's just like oh I've done it move on let's do the next thing what's the next hurdle but like you did a massive thing yeah like, having a child is it's a massive thing you did it thing. twice I know twice. I feel like that gave me the most amount of confidence yeah uh, I've had so many issues with my business like behind the scenes like mm-hmm. COVID affected my stock getting to me mm-hmm. my seamstress is making the wrong sleeves on the wrong gowns compromising yeah. hundreds of gowns and oh all God. of these all of these issues that 
I have overcome. I did like a pre-sale in my shop mm -hmm. and the stock didn't come until like weeks later. Oh, no. I thought my business was over. But mm -hmm. I bind you, I went to school for nursing. So yeah. I have like no experience in business. Yeah. So everything that I've learned gave me such a like, so made me so confident in, in the decisions I make now because yeah. I've learned so much from those mistakes and that's what's built my confidence. I just learning new things. But that's what setbacks are about, aren't they? Just yeah. learning and not doing it again. So the one of the key questions that I wanted to ask was like what are the highs highs of having like a really amazing successful business like you do and and what's it like a, I think you've already spoken about a low that you've just said now anyway but what's like a low that you've overcome so the high I feel like with my business when I first started it I had no idea the level and the depths of experiencing errors and traumas and mistakes that can happen mm -hmm. it was all my investments that i made that i invested in my shop like mm -hmm. i have no investors it's just me and my savings account mm -hmm. and i played so many hats like i did everything like see other than taking the photos everything yeah. yeah and i thought well okay a and then b and then c and then d so that's it that's all it takes let's do this yeah, yeah. that's not it at all oh. yeah and i feel like i have an idea so the prayer gowns it was a complete best idea, idea ever. yeah and a great that's idea. our best seller that's what we are known for now yeah we're actually working on something really exciting mm, I'm happy. Love mommy. <laughs> but also it's like what's really good about your business and to, to be specific is the it's the small touches that you add to your prayer grounds that are like they're just like simple things that yeah. add an extra element. That add value. Do you know what I mean? You can easily just get prayer yeah. grounds from Alibaba, sell them online. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. works. Yeah. But it's like the small detailed touches, like the little yeah. magnets the at the back. Is it the magnets? magnets, magnets yeah. Magnets. And like the, the satin. Like it's cute. It's the just engraving. And, engra and it's like, mm. I know that's your brand. I know that's Chinite. I yeah. know that's a prayer ground that I want. Yeah. And it's something like, yeah, I just love it. Thank you. Well, actually, I put I did not skip any corners when it comes to my business. Mm. Like I put everything into it, and to the point where a, an entrepreneur would say, "Like that's silly. Like you're just throwing away money." And it, but a, it's not my main source of income. I'm building like an empire in my mind, and yeah. I want it to be perfect. I want my customers to be so proud of what they're buying, mm -hmm. and I want it to grow with the strongest backbone. I don't yeah. want to compromise on nothing. Mm -hmm. And because it's not, it wasn't my source, main source of income, it was more of like a child. Mm. I did not skip any corners. While you're making it and while you're investing all of these pieces and doing and not skipping any corners, making sure everything is perfect, you feel like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. Mm. But w if it's a passion project, you don't care how much mm. time you put into it. It's your baby. Yeah. So that was a good thing that I did that yeah. at the time, my entre entrepreneur friends are like, that's not really a smart. You're wasting time. You're wasting money. Girl, did it's you, a sellout. It's a viral. <laughs> I have Less a question. <laughs> you know, like when you're, you know, when you're in something, yeah. for example, you don't really like see like the growth of it because you're you're the one doing it, right? Did you ever like take yourself out and just think, wow, like I can't believe how big this is growing. I can't believe like like how going quickly it sold out as well. Yeah. Well, I feel like yeah, mashallah. Like, Allah 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 yeah, I, I couldn't believe it, and that's when I had that moment. Yeah. When we sold out in ten minutes, I was like, that's crazy. Quick. That's crazy. crazy. That's when I, I actually stepped back. Because all the stresses that happen behind the business, nobody sees. Mm. Yeah. Even my staff that work with me, they come to work and they leave it at work and they go home. Yeah. Me, I carry it in my sleep. Mm. I wake up because it's my baby. Yeah. No one's going to work as third hard. baby. Exactly. Well, at the time, I didn't have any. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like now. pretty much. It's like my eldest uh, Your eldest child. child. Oh, that is so yeah, if something's happened to someone's order, if something didn't arrive in the right color, I personally take it like 
nah, like, no. No. I need to fix yeah. this. We didn't skimp there. We're not, we're, we're rectifying this yeah. right now. Yeah. And Allah Mubarak, I think my customers really appreciate that about yeah. my shop. And it just gives me the confidence that whatever I make, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody amazing. Yeah. Inshallah. So we're looking forward to the new drops. And I think that's the beauty of when you start a small business. The fact that yours is still a small business, it's obviously a successful small business, but it's a small business. Yeah. You guys are maintaining, you're focusing all the details, the small customer service mm-hmm. issues that you're saying. Mm-hmm. That is what makes a brand. Exactly. Now, anyway, mm-hmm. in 2023, that's what people focus on. Like, I want to buy from someone that, that I know. I trust. And I trust. Right? That I know is going to give me good quality. And it's a pretty stuff, And you know? if it's not, if something has gone wrong, then I know it's going to be dealt with very quickly. Like, that's mm-hmm. all a customer really wants. But as a person behind the scenes, you don't feel the growth mm. until the oh moments no. like that. No, no, you feel growth, but it's like onto the next. Right. Yeah. Like it's like a high uh, that so you are like, go, 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 yes, go. It's like the next high. Yeah. Is like, oh my God, let's celebrate. Let's go yeah, for dinner. Yeah. And I'm you're like, like, no, next Right, one. we go to dinner. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, right, what's I need the next to create thing that the I next next do? Yeah. I have had hundreds of ideas, like hundreds. And my You're best friend creative. works with me. Actually, she oh, works for the company oh, as well. And uh, we work together, and she's like my right-hand man, oh, woman. And, woman. She <laughs> <laughs> and she basically is like, Manal, you need to chill. Or she'd be like, that is genius. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, you need to chill a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but one of those ideas is yeah. going to make you a billionaire, girl. Oh, so inshallah, inshallah, don't worry. So keep going. Also, like... I just it's nice having a best friend that validates your ideas but also tells you when we need to like you know we need to scale let's scale it back now or let's do you know what let's I mean? Let's focus on this. Let's focus on this, let's deal with this before we do that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know a what lot I mean? of people are like, How have you employed your best friend and work full time with her? Like and I'm like, because we wear different hats. Immediately when we're talking about work, we're like, right, done talking about the kids. Where are we with this? Yeah. What do we need to do? You need to do and she's just as serious as I am. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a it it's a really healthy relationship. Because a lot of people would say, right? Loads yeah. of people. Exactly. People would think like, oh my God, how can someone like work with their bestie or their family member <laughs> or whatever? We see each other all the time. Yeah. Literally. Me and her the fight and then and come then on the podcast around. and act and completely yeah. normal. And we're like, yeah, I completely turn it off yeah. and then yeah. on to work. Yeah, let's yeah. Be <laughs> That's how it should be though because you yeah. take business very like seriously. seriously. Yeah. Oh, no, but we love that for you. And we, we hope much Inshallah. more success for Chinita and Kel. Inshallah. May Allah make the business and all the other businesses Come into fruition. Oh and God, this, can we get it? This one's successful. Inshallah. Well, I was well. going to say, no, I'm not going to say that to her. Don't worry. I was going to say, I want to speak of it coming. But oh, oh. It's, it's not anything we've ever launched before. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'll be pending. I'll be waiting. <laughs> We're just going to be there looking at our phones, like notifications on. <laughs> oh my God. It's early fall, inshallah. Oh, inshallah. We're excited. Yeah. We're excited. We're excited. Inshallah, that's so exciting. So, guys, we've got a lovely scenario from one of our lovely listeners. Thank you so much for sending this in. And we've got Chinite to help us answer it today, so it's gonna be great. Right, she goes, hi girls. I want to get into it right away. Oh, that's what she said. Damn. Okay, she goes, I'm 28, my husband's 31. We recently wrote eloped about four months ago and we had our nikah scheduled for fall. We also moved in together in a two bedroom apartment because my parents didn't want us to live together initially, but due to my immigration situation, they agreed as we have to show the government we reside together. Ever since we moved in, things have been really bad. Mm -hmm. I did not live with him prior to this, so I understand that there's some adjustments and compromises that we both need to make, but things have been pretty shit. After we got married, I also found out that the man had 30K in credit in debt. <laughs> <Cut on. laughs> 30k in credit card debt he didn't disclose before he married her. Literally. 
was so funny. <laughs> she goes, I was not aware that it was 30K. He only mentioned to her that he had 14K worth of debt. She goes, on top of that, oh. he has 38K in student loans. So naturally, he's not able to provide for me. I'm still in school for an advanced degree due to my integration status. She goes, I can't contribute to the bills 50-50, so we do 40-60 on rent and utilities. She goes, obviously this has created a lot of tension in both our lives because mm. I grew up in a household where my dad provided for us mm. and he grew up where both parents contributed. I don't agree because religiously speaking, he should provide. Mm -hmm. We are both Muslim, but he doesn't practice like I would want him to. This has created another issue for us because before we eloped, I had full deal breakers, she said. So she goes, number one, someone that prays five times a day, mm -hmm. someone that works out because I work out, someone that does not smoke weed, mm -hmm. and someone that's clean. Mm. Okay. She goes, he assured me that he was working on these things and that he would make effort to be better. However, since our elopement, he's rarely prayed. He smokes weed. He doesn't clean unless I nag him for weeks and only recently started going to the gym. She goes, I laid out these deal breakers about a year ago. I feel like I effed up that he's not the one and now my parents are invested and people have, have accepted the invite and my case is with the government. We are in therapy and I feel like he says what the therapist and I want to hear, but he never does anything. Because mm. I recently found out that he's getting me a lab grown diamond ring and I feel like it's cheap and tacky since I told him I don't want that. But his excuse is he's broke and can't afford it. If he was not financially ready, he shouldn't have married me and made me so miserable that he says that he did my immigration status and to help me out. He also said that he can upgrade it when he has money, but with his debt, that won't be the case for the next six years. Then we would be talking about saving for a house or something, and she goes, he's not able to do that. She goes, I don't know what to do or who to speak to. I'm just so sad about this whole situation, and I feel so helpless. She goes, am I overreacting about the ring, the debt thing, and everything? Ring, yes, you're overreacting. Yeah. 100%. Debt, he should have disclosed that to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's his mess up. He's, yeah. But I, I feel like... She's, it's, it's giving like she's got the ick. Oh yeah, it sounds like, yeah, you don't like him. Do you know what the issue is? The issue is they're quite new with each other. So obviously these things are going to like shock her because yeah. she's like, oh my God, I didn't expect that you would be doing these things. Oh my God, you're not the right person as a result, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah. there is no, there's no journey of her having prior like her knowing these things before and it's quite early as well yeah they just had the nikah right right yeah. it's only been a year and they were mm -hmm. living away from each other before that so yeah. there's no way that she could have known if he prays five times a day or if he smokes weed or if he's mm -hmm. like do you know what i mean i don't know this one's hard because i, I think feel like marriage is not uh, as glammed up as people think it is mm -hmm. even if there's things that you previously talked about prior to marriage and then this shit doesn't things don't work out yeah the way they do mm -hmm. you have to compromise right. it's, it's not gonna be perfect no finance if it's such a big issue for you and there's no overlooking that mm -hmm. then you know what fine i get that but to me like it just depends on what her priorities are but things like rings and stuff if he can grow out of it mm -hmm. it's not a big deal and if he said that he's gonna get like a diamond ring for mm -hmm. her afterwards he's you know it's marriage it's it's a sacred union exactly I mean, like, it, it needs to you have to look past all of these things but if you, it sounds like you're not happy yeah and if you're not happy now is the time yeah to say to get out. To yeah. Right? <laughs> but the thing is there's two things for me i think i feel like she's 28 he's 31 i feel like she had really high expectations yeah like quite quite high and that's not necessarily a bad thing i think she 
really saw the positive side of him. Let's say she didn't know all the shit behind closed doors, cool, I get that. But I think the difficulty for her now is seeing this reality mm-hmm. and seeing that, okay, it might not all be so rosy, mm-hmm. but you know, if you love this person, there's like things that you can like withstand mm-hmm. and then there's things that you can't, do you know what I mean? And to me, it seems like- She has to decide whether or not yeah. she should yeah, like it's, it's Is this something hard. that I can, that I am willing to put up with be- for this because I love this man or is, is it not? Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not too late. I mean, it sounds like she's more concerned of what people will say, it's set mm. in stone. It's not set in stone. Actually, mm. it's never set in stone. No. So, I mean, if that's your concern, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't worry about that. But if you love this man and you're willing to compromise and, and wait until he grows financially and all these things. And mentally. Fine. But realistically, marriage is not, it's not perfect. Yeah. You may have all these things and still not be happy. Exactly. So True. Balance. There may be a period where you're unhappy for a long time and then suddenly, oh, like, you're exactly. happy. You've expe- accepted that this is who you are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a journey. Like, one thing I can say for certain is it's like a journey of just, you know, ups, yeah. downs disappointments like have you joy. managed nine years of marriage how have i managed yeah i feel like a, uh, a is lot it of nine compromise. or nearly ten mm-hmm. it's nine yeah. it's nine in, in the end of this month inshallah Aww. our nikah yeah and our reception yeah. yeah i feel like i've compromised a lot things are not cookie cutter what all these other yeah you don't listen to it's anybody not with lane. what is it what works for you yeah what works for your life yeah what works for your day-to-day do you want to wake up next to this guy? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have his children? Mm-hmm. Would you like someone, would you like your son to be just like him? Yeah. Does he have those attributes? Mm-hmm. Can you be yourself? Not someone that you think they will love, but someone that will love you for, for your organic self because eventually being someone else is so much work. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's not going to stick. Mm-hmm. So are you being the girl that he wants you to be? Or are you being yourself? Does he love you for who you are? Mm-hmm. Can you see yourself waking up to next to this person for the rest of your life? Never mind the bank account. Never mind all these things. I mean, I was broke when Amr met me. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. I paid for college <laughs> while I was in college. So I hustled. I worked three mm. jobs. When I came here, I was like, right. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, provide for me. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, things, circumstances can yeah. change. And they can change drastically. And mm-hmm. quickly. Are you willing to to what? stick like through stick it, it, or are out, you yeah. just like, no, it's not for you? And it's okay if it's not for her. Yeah, you know the stigma of like she has to like people know we we had our nikah. Who cares if it's not for you? Yeah. It's not for you. But yeah, like you can. You still have a choice. Yeah, you still have a choice. Yeah, and I think it's also expectations. Like sometimes I think the biggest problem in life is what you see on socials and what you see in life and other people and Jane next door and like Halima next door. Like of course. everyone's got this amazing life. And like, is the thief do you know what I mean? So it's like, I think that's also gassing her up a little bit. The fact that like, so-and-so has probably got this amazing life and yeah. her husband's paying for everything and she's got the diamond ring and like, yeah. he's praying five times a day. But he could be praying five times a day and be a shotter and next door. Like, do you, you know, know what I mean? Know. Don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, he could be yeah. ghost. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> could be, he could be the New York distributor. <laughs> he could be the New yeah. York distributor. Like, yeah, the grass is not always greener, but like, I just think this one is like one of those things that you need soul search. Like, if he's really not for you, girl, you're she's gonna. She's just. Know. I think she's just. She's got to pray istikhara on this mm-hmm. one. It's just the thing where, because if you can't weigh up if these things are deal breakers for you, and if like it outweighs the love and so on, so you got to just ask Allah, yeah. like, what can, what else can you do? No one can tell you what to do. You right? have to do it yourself. You have to do yeah. it yourself. But I think she should pray istikhara. She should really think about if these things are things that she can actually withstand and like help him work through these things like yeah. the, the, she already mentioned that they've got like 
counseling or what was it? Yeah, therapy. therapy. It seems like she did talk to him about these things. So he yeah. did misguide her in some in some way. Yeah. yeah. But then also the other shirt, the other shirt, the other shoe is basically how like there's so many people that get into situations with people and they change on them and they're not who they are or mm -hmm. who they said they were mm -hmm. or like and that happens to quite a lot of people yeah. and the biggest thing i would say is like if that happened to me i'm not gonna lie i don't think i'd stay because and I, i'm saying that because of the situation that i'm in if i'm financially stable and i know where i'm going and i know that I've got a roof over my head and support mm -hmm. and I don't need this person. Mm -hmm. At the moment, I think she kind of needs him. She's got that immigration status going. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, girl, don't be. If that's a green card you're waiting for. Oh God, is she gonna stay for the green card? But then she's doing the same, isn't it? <laughs> and, then, and then sack him off after. Yeah. No, you can't do that. I just think patience, I'm not gonna lie. I hate when, I hate when mother-in-laws like say, oh, just be patient, but it's like, in this situation, I'm not gonna lie. It might, give it a year and see what happens. Hold on, I don't know. What do you think is no, going to No, I think happen? she needs to decide what she wants. No, but I think she needs to decide. But yeah. I also think if she thinks, if I'm being selfish and I'm being my toxic, I always say, there's choose two sides you, of choose me. You. There's a toxic side of me and there's a nice side of me. If I'm being the toxic side, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I would stay until I got that green card and then I'm dipping. <laughs> I feel like, do you know what? Yeah. Stay until you get the green card. That's the toxic side. And well, he kind I've messed like, her up anyways. So yeah, so it's like you better mess him back, then fine, that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, a, there's two ways to think about this. I think there's logic and there's emotions. Logic sorry. is very selfish. It's very me, me, me centered. Is this, is this situation good for me, right? And then she weighs up the pros, the cons. Emotions, on the other hand, you know, has this element of love and I love this man and maybe I can do this, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. So I just think uh, these two, like, these two factors have to somehow, I guess. And she can't make this decision when it's her period. No, no. absolutely so not. But she has to think logically and she has to also think with emotion. But she, I think number one, just consult Allah. Because I, yes. I don't want to, like, say something like, oh, yeah, like, you should go with him. And then later on, he turns out to be the biggest naysayer and yeah. just isn't willing to work on himself, isn't willing to do anything to, like, make her happy. It just turns out to be this just the opposite of everything that she wanted yeah. and like you know when something guys can we be honest with ourselves like you know when something's not working i'm not talking about our personal situations yeah. but like just generally in life like you know when you're not happy about something yeah. Yeah. and like deep down you've already made that decision but mm -hmm. it's like the fear of like either saying it or the reaction exactly. that comes out of it mm -hmm. do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so in this case i feel like our sister here has already made this decision yes i think so too and also take out what people think Mm -hmm. Take out what what is someone gonna think of you? You're one year in your marriage. What would they think of you when you're ten years in and, and you have two no kids and you're like, like you know what I mean? Worse. Like you have to make the decision of what you want for yeah. yourself because if things don't work out, at least you made the decision on you, not on someone else's accord. Yeah. But you know when there's a what will they won't they sort of decision, there's always like there's always just this thing within you that wants you like to just experience, you know, like it's like the fear of like, not the fear of missing out, but just the unknown. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like, there's always this thing that like pushes you to, okay, you know what? I can withstand maybe six months of this. And if I don't like it, I'm gonna go. Like yeah. you start convincing yourself that mm -hmm. this is something that perhaps you may be able to do. And then when shit hits the fan, it's like, damn, I've shot myself in the foot. Like, but also, but, you know, I just wanted to touch the, the hurricane a little bit. I just yeah. wanted to give it a little prod, see if but I also, can do it. But also, what 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think the, and another thing for me anyway that I've witnessed, if you haven't grown in a household where you had a stable family, yeah. or a stable mom and dad who weren't toxic or didn't argue, I mean, people argue, but do you know what I mean? Like didn't have a narcissistic relationship mm -hmm. behind it, mm. essentially. You are more willing to basically just be like more willing to like go through struggle or like go through pain or really? go through like, yeah, because you're so adamantly used to what you've seen. Yeah. So in your mind, you're like, okay, maybe I can work on this, maybe I can change this. And then there's other people who probably have gone through and seen narcissistic stuff, yeah. essentially, but they're more willing they're more to just selfish. cut it off quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're like, for them like boom, I'm done and I'm scared yeah. and I can't do this. Mm -hmm. So it's just like figuring out who you are. Like, I know myself, I know. Girl, I will sit there and be like, <laughs> what? Like everything wrong will be happening mm -hmm. and I will just sit there. But if it's like you or, you or you're going through that situation and you're telling me, I was like, what the hell, get out, what's yeah. wrong with you? But it's like when it's me, I'm like, no, but like this happened. I'm like, it's true. Do you know, you yeah. make excuses. So it's like, I don't know. It's a, it's just the, she I has to make that. It, it, she has to make that decision. It's That's part of life. Then whatever consequences happen, at least you could say, I made the decision. I have to deal with it. Yeah. You don't so go me. based on a parent or a community. Mm -hmm. I mean, just add up what works out for you. What did you expect? Did he lie? Like you have, she has enough, she has legs to stand on in both directions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If she walks away, I get it. Like, the math is not mathing. Mm -hmm. He's not praying. Mm -hmm. He's not doing all these things that he promised me. You got reasons. Do. You got reasons. Mm -hmm. So don't feel bad. Mm -hmm. But you have to make that decision. It ends with her. Mm -hmm. It starts with her and it ends with her. Indeed. Yeah. Word to Colleen Hoover. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. I used to read Colleen Hoover. Me too. I can't believe I used to read Colleen Last year, we used to bang on about this author called Colleen Hoover. And I don't know if you've seen it on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen it on TikTok. Basically, she just... You don't want to read it. Honestly, with the way we used to talk about her, we thought we she was her. the best author in the world, like a literary genius. She was <laughs> it was like YA. Is she? It was like... Oh. It was a children's book. <laughs> it was like a smarty children's book. Green <laughs> eggs and ham. Yeah. Genius! <laughs> <laughs> we loved her, but now I'm like, ill. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't. Oh my god. Okay, guys. Was just last year? <laughs> <laughs> last summer. We're embarrassed. So oh. You can listen to the episode. It's actually it. embarrassing. We were like, she's a Like, honestly, who can write this? <laughs> what was she doing? Was she high? Like, how did she write At this? At least you were in it together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we are going to take that L together. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed lovely Chinute. Chinute, have you got anything to shout out? Yes, thank you for having me. I forgot we were actually on air. I had oh. such a good time. I felt like I was hanging out with my sisters. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. <laughs> so check, check, Mark. Yeah, vibe check, vibe check. Vibe check, no, vibe thank check, you for having check. me. I, this was an experience, and I will be back anytime. Actually, oh. next week, Wednesday, where we... Uh, <laughs> girl, we're going to be missing it. Inshallah. So, guys, thank you guys so much make sure you download and subscribe to the youtube make sure you download and listen on apple Podcasts and spotify and i have been seeing the apple reviews and they've been wholesome oh they've been wholesome so keep them coming inshallah and hopefully we'll see you in another episode inshallah okie dokie bye bye 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 